Improvised Weapons features audio from BattleBards.com. BattleBards provides premium music, sound effects, and voices that enhance any tabletop experience. Me tell you no be bad! Squish! And with a BattleBards Prime subscription, you can get access to the entire catalog, as well as tools like soundboards, the mixer, and BattleBards Cast, allowing you to broadcast your audio online across any virtual tabletop service. You can even upload and mix from your private audio library. And with BattleBards Prime, you get a 20% discount on all purchases. Head to BattleBards.com and subscribe to BattleBards Prime using the coupon code IWVTCAST to save some money and let them know who sent you. BattleBards. Take your game to the next level with the greatest tabletop audio library on the material plane. The following is an original, actual play Dungeons & Dragons podcast featuring comedians and improvisers in the great state of Vermont. Welcome to Improvised Weapons. time on improvised weapons. I just want to get a good brain shot. Flying after goyles. I am here to help. Little, little bastard kicked me in the nuts. Heads is shoulders. You can blast them, right? Oh, <laughs> I can blast them. <laughs> sure, yeah, jabberwalk that motherfucker. Who taught you to fight? A statue of your grandmother? And you wanna fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Greetings, adventurers. This episode is a long one, and we want to get to it too sweet. But first, we have to say thank you to our patrons on Patreon. Y'all are amazing. Thank you for helping us keep the mics on. If you are interested in joining their ranks, head over to patreon.com slash IWVTCast. Even as little as a dollar a month is a huge help to us. And if you think about it, that's just 25 cents per episode. Do we give you at least 25 cents worth of enjoyment per episode? God, I hope so. Let's hit it and crit it. Welcome to Improvised Weapons. Last time on the show, we saw the aftermath of the battle in the rookery. Cassian and Ildov went flying off to stop the fleeing gargoyles, while Eowyn stayed behind to let Yarfik know what was going on. Unfortunately, she reached him just as he was being questioned by a passerby that had come in to investigate the commotion. Eowyn was able to escape suspicion and even cover the party's tracks by controlling the flames in the tower and setting Bakrash and Clearsky's bodies on fire, masking their cause of death. Yarfik, however, was not so lucky. 
He was not able to convince those that came to put out the fire that he was not involved, and they took him into custody. He was able to escape them while being transported to the stockade by forcing himself to vomit. He then took a 40-foot dive off the mesa and went running to find a hiding place. Witnessing all of this, Eowyn, now alone, decided to walk back to the mess hall and lay low. Meanwhile, Cassian and Ildov dispatched the fleeing gargoyles in a daring mid-air battle and then went flying back to the tower, thinking they'd be rejoining their teammates. The party is fragmented. And that is where we pick up, and we'll start with Yarfik. Yarfik, you landed at the base of the incline and went running to the houses that were about 100 feet away. Mm -hmm. What are you doing? What are you looking for? Give me the happy haps. Are they, what are they made of? Uh, grit and determination. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> I'm actually asking, are they stone? Are they wood? Are roll they... perception. Okay. First roll of the day, if I can get my d20 out. I feel like Yarfik, as a dwarf, should have a bonus to telling whether things are made of stone or not. Yeah, pretty much. I should have a stone sense. Uh, perception is... Well, it would be stone or not stone. That's an 18. <laughs> right. 18? Yeah. Uh, they are, uh, they all look like sort of stone boxes mm -hmm. with uh, with either wooden or thatched roofs. Perfect. I'm going to run up to the nearest one and touch the wall and cast Meld with Stone. Okay. Uh, you're just, you're just uh, running, not, not stealthy. You're just like going for broke. Uh, I'm going to try to like look semi-casual, but if they're shouting anything, I can hear them up, up on top. I probably will just break it to a uh, They're not, you can't hear them shouting anything. So um, I'm, I'm are to... you, are you daring to look behind? No, or... no, I'm just okay, strolling. So you're just going forward. Just um, so you uh, run forward and uh, put your hand up against the, uh, the nearest wall. And, and what is the magic word for oh, melt with stone? That's right. I have to do that. Um, when to become one. <laughs> <laughs> So you put your hand up against it and cast Meld with Stone, and uh, your body just sort of amoeboidly dissolves into the stone. Mm -hmm. um, and you are now contained with inside, uh, uh, contained rather within this section of wall. Um, you can't move, quote unquote, while you're in there, though you can cast spells on yourself. Right. There is no evidence on the outside of the wall that you are in the wall. Like, there's no, like, dwarf imprint or anything. Right. So for all intents and purposes, you are hidden. I um, walk past and put a sticky note saying, Dwarf here! <laughs> <laughs> Kick me. Yeah. For a good yeah, time, For all intents and magic. purposes, you are hidden in this section of wall. Right, and I think I can still hear, though, right? I can still... Uh, you have limited perceptive abilities. Let me right, double I need to look check. At that too. What was that, Cassian? I said, for a good time, cast a spell magic. Yeah. <laughs> right down on the wall. Jesus. You guys all want me to die. <laughs> Not uh, all of us. Not uh, all. I can't so see. You, yeah, you. While merged with the stone, you can't see. You can make wisdom checks to hear sounds outside it with disadvantage. Right. Uh, you remain aware of the passage of time and can cast spells on yourself. Uh, your movement is used to leave the stone. You can only leave the stone where you entered it, and the moment you leave, the spell ends. Right. Uh, otherwise, it lasts for eight hours. Well, I figure I can take a long rest if I need to. Yep. That's Yarfix's first ever stealth spell, I think. <laughs> That is true. Cool. Well, sort of. I mean, it's it like if someone saw him enter the stone there, then it wouldn't be quite so stealthy. Oh, yeah. But I mean, but it is basically just like a hide inside wall spell. Like, yes. That's like what it is. Yes. Yep. Hold up for a while. Literally. All right. I've done that. I'm going to kind of sit here. It'd be here so and... much cooler if you could pop out of the stone anywhere that was touching it. Just like 
just like sluice through the stone like some kind of water elemental. So there is so, uh, Earth Glide. Right. Is something uh, that that Earth elementals have that lets you essentially just like slide through the ground. That's so, cool. Similar. Yeah. yeah, I'm saying it'd be awesome if this spell did that. Yeah, I know, but it doesn't. <laughs> no, I know. I'm just, you know what? It does my counterfactual thing. <laughs> So I'm, I'm going to actively try to listen to hear if I hear anybody, hear them come by looking for me at, at disadvantage, but I'm just going to sit and rest for a bit. And okay. So uh, roll uh, roll perception with disadvantage. So that's uh, 12. 12? Is, is the disadvantage. You don't hear anything, um, hang- which is not necessarily a bad thing. No, I'm just going to hang here for a bit and basically try to just think of what the next thing to do is because I, I don't have many spells left to do anything other than okay. be here. Well, we will leave Yarfik in the wall for now. I'm just another brick in the wall. And we will slide over to Eowyn. <sighs> yes, I'm walking to the... Am I in the mess hall or am I walking uh, so to the you mess were, hall? So you were walking up the incline and heading back to the mess hall where you all ate earlier in the day. Uh, mm-hmm. Did you want to do anything along the way? I can't... I don't think so. Okay. Um, so you, um, nonchalantly walking through, uh, make it back to the mess hall. It only takes you about 15 minutes or so to get there. There are fewer people here this time. It seems like last time you all were here was, was a meal time, and now it's sort of in between. Mm-hmm. Uh, though they are still serving food, uh, you would probably surmise that, like, the shifts are all sort of weird, so they aren't all necessarily at the same times for everybody. Uh, but the tables are only about half full or so right now is there a restroom uh sure yeah there's an outhouse okay so careful i know be very careful (laughs) right (laughs) we've been there before um and then i also have a question about how the food is served is it what is this buffet style or is there a a lunch person Uh, there is a lunch person it's like like prison style Uh, like someone with a ladle plopping stuff into your bowl okay can I look around and see if there are any Nothics in the dining hall? Sure. Roll perception. <laughs> 17, something like that. Uh, 15. Uh, you do not see any. It looks like all just humanoids. Perhaps Nothics do not eat this food. Okay, I'm going to go into the... No. I'm just going to sit. I'm going to grab my food. I'm going to sit and listen. I don't think I have the... I don't think I have the ability to do what I want to do right now, so... So you uh, you go up, you get in line, which is pretty short at this point, grab mm-hmm. a bowl and a spoon, uh, you get a, uh, a ladle of stew. How are people getting water? Uh, there is a, uh, a big, uh, like, basin that they're just sort of dipping cups into. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, hmm. Uh, can I do it? <laughs> I want. To, I have those three poison jars in my <laughs> bag of holding. <laughs> oh! <laughs> poison the water. Uh, Wait, where do we have poison from? Is that from the mushrooms? Poison the water hole. Yeah. No, it's from um. Karitika. From the... no, from we well, you do we fashioned it out of the stuff in Quayla's lab. Oh, that's right. So that wasn't poison. That was acid. Oh, oh I thought we made like acid. Bombs. Yeah, those were acid. Oh, those were acid. I mean, but that, that probably would do still have Karitika's. Uh, snake poison. Uh, but that's probably not so dangerous ingested, more injected. You never know. Well, you never know. I mean, acid would suck to drink, too, so I guess. <laughs> I'm gonna go to the outhouse, <laughs> grab the poison from my bag of holding, look at it. Is Put it, it clear? The, <laughs> the the acid? The poison. The Correcticas snake Oh, Correcticas uh, snake venom. Um, it's it's uh, translucent. It's not quite completely clear. It's like sort of this like 
very transparent, milky. It's mildly opaque. Android okay. blood. Like a yeah, Android blood. Yeah, sure. Perfect. <laughs> I'm going to take it. I'm going to take the poison out of my out of my. Thing. Did I bring a cup with me? Sure, I did. We can. I'm we gonna can say know. I did bring a cup with yeah, me that's into fine. the restaurant. We all have pers- We all have little mugs with our names written on them. <laughs> right. In, well, know, you could have grabbed a cup when you went from the dining hall. It's just the afternoon um, constitutional. Gonna go take a little, uh, yep. little sit. And there was water in it when I went into the restroom. Yeah. I walk in, pour the water down into the outhouse hole, put the poison into the cup, uh, and then uh, minor illusion that or Yeah, minor illusion that to look like water. And then I come back out of the restroom. Oh, minor illusion it to look empty. And then I come back out of the restroom, walk back up and refill my cup um, and minor illusion it to look like, so I just basically pour it into the thing. Minor illusion it and then grab more water and then go sit down and then uh, spill my water on the ground (laughs) and then sit and I'm like, oh darn it. And then I sit. This is the greatest bit of pantomime I've ever seen. Okay, so you uh, go to the outhouse, you dump your water, you pour the the snake poison, the snake venom, into the cup. Uh, You do some magic hootie-hoo to make it look like there's still water in there. There's nothing in there. Uh, To make it look like it's empty. Yes. So that when I go to refill it, it you go back over to the water basin and you essentially dump it in in the guise of taking uh, another glass of water. Yeah. Um, And then you go to where your stew was and you you dump out your water by accident. Yeah. Um, So let's get a sleight of hand roll. No! Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And it is your birthday, so you are protected from natural ones. Yes, it is. <laughs> Listeners, it's it's Aaron's birthday today, so I can't get a natural one on this. Does he have advantage from the illusion? Because yeah, because it's not sleight. It's sleight of hand, but there's an. It would be sleight of hand if I hadn't illusioned it. So this is this is just sleight of hand for you pretending to spill your water. Oh, okay. Oh, oh. <laughs> Everything else has worked so far. Oh, I got it. I rolled a two. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least it's on that one. Three. A uh, three. I get a plus one. Yeah. Roll a d6. Okay. Uh oh. Two. Two. Um, So sitting across uh, the table, not quite directly across, but sort of like across and one over uh, from you is a uh, another high elf. Mm. Quick glance looks like a woman, but that's kind of hard to tell with elves a lot of the time. anyway. they're pretty androgynous. But this elf sort of looks over at you and says, do you have something against water? No, I have nothing against water. (laughs) Strange, it seems that you dumped it out somewhat on purpose. Okay. <laughs> I'm merely stating what I believe is a fact. I heard you. It's Fine, all right, keep your secrets. Is that all? <laughs> <laughs> I merely saw a- another elf here in the armies of Elderzone. I thought you to be somewhat of a comrade of arms, but perhaps I was incorrect. Sorry, repeat yourself. <laughs> I merely saw another elf here in the armies of Elderzone, thought you to be somewhat of a comrade in arms. Apparently you have no interest in such. So I will go back to my stew. As will I. (laughs) (laughs) The the sexual tension is ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) She she picks up her spoon and just just runs her spoon down her tongue. (laughs) I do too, but I accidentally grab a knife. (laughs) 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 
It's a fun game to try to not lie in yeah. a conversation. <laughs> As will I. And then I go back and start sipping my stew. She takes another spoonful of stew, chews it, and, and swallows it, and then takes her water glass and takes, like, a big glug of water and does, like, one of those, like, and puts her cup down. I don't have to sit here and put up with this. I'm leaving. <laughs> Very well. So I get up, and I walk away from the dining hall. I say, you can finish this stew if you want it, and then I leave. And at that moment, Yarfik remembers he has at least a sending left. And so in Eowyn's head, you hear, Eowyn, I'm stuck in a wall. <laughs> I ran away. I'm hiding within a wall of a cottage. Remember, you only have 25 I know, and I'm, I'm getting to the end of that. <laughs> send help. I can send back a message, right? You yes. can send back a message of up to 25 words. I'm not with Cassie and Nildove. That's one word. That was a portmanteau. That was a portmanteau. You know, with Castov. Yeah. Castov. That's their ship name. Ilian. Cassian um, actually has made uh, like pairing portmanteaus for himself with all of the different. Uh, now we have, to hear, we have to hear them all Just now. Just in case things um, go that way. Also, which cottage? <laughs> um, I'll try my best. This is all in my head, right? Yes. I'm not saying this, yeah, out you're loud. Not saying this out loud. Just poison the water. <laughs> <laughs> Don't drink. Don't drink. <laughs> yeah. Don't drink. Cowabunga. <laughs> Great. Okay. I just you know, if you were going to add Cowabunga, you probably could have said Cassian and Ildov as separate words. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't know until you get to the end. That's yeah, true. true. That's a good true. point. Good it's point. true. You've got to have a button. I'm just also thinking the portmanteau for Cassian and Yarfik is Cassic. Cassic? No, it's Yarsian. Yarsian. Okay. Cool. And I refuse Asian. to believe that Cassian <laughs> would put his name second in any of <laughs> Look, so, rhythm sometimes comes first, you know, so the, the scan. Yeah. The way it scans. That's true. Okay, so I poisoned the water. I Is the outhouse away from sight from the diners? It's in sight, but it's not it's not a focal point location. <laughs> like if if um if if you picture it as a square, mm. uh, the the outhouse and the the food station are like opposite points. Okay, it's I'm just closer trying to, find to a... the entrance exit than it is yeah. to the the food for obvious reasons. I'm just trying to find a secluded place where I can disguise myself and come back and sit down. <laughs> um. uh, roll uh, roll perception. <laughs> Let's see what you see. No, uh, five. Um, but perception is plus five, so ten. With a 10, uh, you sort of take a glance around, and the outhouse really looks like your best bet. Um, it's not in a, like, a direct eye line mm. for most, so it's it's probably the, the most, like, enclosed place you could go. Okay. So I walk inside into the outhouse, and I just disguise myself to look different. Different how? What do you, what do you look like? Different. Um, long, <clears throat> curly red hair down to... <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> uh, you actually comb it straight so that no one notices you. Right, yeah. No, I just, um, my hair is like this short, blonde. Uh, my ears become smaller. My glasses, I'm no longer wearing glasses. Uh, my skin is like really tan now, and I come out wearing with a surfboard. 
<laughs> okay, so you you no, cast Blue Crush. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. My, okay. I look so, like a human. Uh, so uh, shorter, straight blonde hair. Yep. Uh, when you say smaller ears, do you mean not pointed? Right. Like non-elfin. Non-elfy ears. Okay. So, uh, so human style ears. Yeah. Uh, you still roughly the same height, I assume. A little bit shorter. So, a blonde woman. Yes. Essentially. Yes. Gotcha. With a pixie cut. Sure. <laughs> uh, and some hair. manic energy. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Hence mm-hmm. a manic. Pixie, Pixie cut. Yes. Mm. Uh. Yes. Let's talk slower about mm-hmm. it. Uh, great. So, uh, you come out uh, looking different, mm-hmm. uh, but still cultist robes, mm-hmm. I assume. And uh, now, what you doing? I go and just I grab another thing of stew, and then you're gonna get a tummy ache. I know. <laughs> I didn't eat all my stew the That's first true. time. That's true. Because I got up in a huff. And then I find a table not in front of that elf that I didn't like. Okay. I just sit and I listen. Roll another d6. Okay. Four. Um, so you uh, carefully scan the room, making sure that you are not sitting anywhere near that elf. She was, of the three tables, she was on the leftmost. Okay. Looking out. Yeah. And you were sitting on the outside of that table. So you right. know sitting anywhere else, you won't be in sight of sure. her. But you choose to go and sit on the, uh, the rightmost table. And on the the inside of it this okay. time, so that you'll you'll be back to back with her at the very least. Sure. And you find a seat, and uh, it's sort of towards the end of the table. It's pretty empty here. The closest mm-hmm. person to you is like three seats over on the opposite side. It's a, a male dwarf, and uh, you take a seat and start stewing it up. I start stewing it up. Are there any books I have on me that I have yet to read? I don't think so. I mean, you probably have books you could read again, though it may look strange for you to pull a book out of your hair. That's right. In this context. Given I don't have very much right now. Okay. So I just, I slowly pick at my stew. I eat my stew. And then I listen. That's okay. what I'm doing. Uh, roll perception. Let's see what you hear. I'm done with this purple one. That's in dice jail. That's in dice jail. <laughs> Getting the red one. <laughs> we're slowly rolling better. I love slowly. that you are protected from natural ones, and you're getting all of the lowest rolls uh, that you could still get. Uh, Eleven. Uh. Eleven. Okay. Jesus Christ. The the dwarf uh, is is talking to someone who's who's not directly in front of him either. Sort mm. of everyone's like zigzag for whatever reason, and you you only hear uh, a couple of words here and there, but you. You hear him specifically use the phrase captain of our Lord's platform with which to view and command the great war. With which to view and command the great war. With which to view and command the great war. And that was captain of our Lord's great platform? Yes. Uh, well, captain of our Lord's platform with oh. which to view and command the great war. He wouldn't use great twice in a sentence. It's just an okay platform. Yeah, it's yeah. a pretty decent platform. I'm uh, wondering if with which to view and command is that's a, modifi- that's a modifier on platform, not captain. We don't use a captain to view and command the great Wait. No, I think it's the platform. Okay. Mm. I think we need to find this platform. Do some commanding of our own. Mm-hmm. I'll command your platform. Hey. You might have to talk to these people, Eowyn. You might just have to, like, 
painstakingly learn how to have a conversation with people one disguise at a time. Uh, <laughs> Just keep going back in and coming in looking different and trying again. <laughs> Every time it goes south, I say, I'm leaving. <laughs> I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> right. And then I... What are new faces today? She, yeah. she, she's sitting there going, how does Ildov do this? Yeah. <laughs> it's so easy for her. <laughs> um, yeah, great. Okay, cool. No, that's that's really all you get from sort of listening in on the conversation. Otherwise, yeah, it's hot soup. You're, you're donkey living it. Yeah. Cool. So we will. We will oh, my noodles spell Cassian. That's fun. <laughs> <laughs> so we will uh, we will leave Eowyn to her stew for the moment. And we Eowyn will stewing. shift over to Cassian and Ildov. Castle Dove. Cast Dove. <laughs> Uh, Kastov, having dispatched the gargoyles, uh, you both decided to return to the tower. Uh, you'd estimate you've got just enough juice left to get back with about 30 seconds to spare on the fly spell. To get back to the top of the tower? Correct. Okay, um, then we do so. Yeah. And, um, what, does it look, what do we see as we approach? Anything? Well, so I mean, uh, before we get there, knowing that you oh. attracted some attention with your aerial heroics, uh, how are you planning to approach the tower? Are you going to buzz the Well, tower? how far away did we get before we engaged the gargoyles? Uh, you flew after them for, what did I say, about three minutes, traveling at 60 feet per round. So, whatever that is. 60 feet per round. So that's like, a round is six seconds, right? Yeah, uh, you got about 1,800 feet by my minute. Okay. So that's like a third of a mile. So the attention that we attracted... By dropping gargoyles on them, like those people are not necessarily by the tower. They're not by the tower. They're away no, 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 no. So that was right. that was over the upper mesa. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was not, and the tower is at the bottom of the mesa. Um, okay. So they're 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 separate crowds. I mean, I think we're gonna still probably approach cautiously because we don't know what's been going on back here in our absence and tiptoe through the sky (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean probably probably try and go high above the tower and kind of drop straight down on it so that whoever's there doesn't see us coming okay but uh but what do we see like in the approach because we're definitely scanning for danger too yes i would assume uh roll perception and aaron will roll for Ildove. Well, immunity from that once. I don't care if it's not my character. <laughs> roll out to the table here. See what happens. Um, that is a 14 for perception for Cassian. Nine plus two, 11. Okay, so 14 and 11. Yeah. Uh, so you are both scanning down as much as you can to see what will uh, what, what awaits you. And what you see is that the tower itself looks considerably less on fire, though there is still this sort of, like, thin column of smoke rising out of the top. What you also notice is that sort of uh, down closer to the tower itself, there is this sort of ring of uh, gargoyles, uh, like six or seven of them, not a lot. Uh, And they're just, they're sort of in the air, like, lazily circling around the column of smoke, like vultures, essentially. Oh, they're um, activated. Okay. And you can see that on the ground outside the tower, there is activity, but you can't see what it is. You're too far away. Okay. Let's check our descent. I don't want to fly right through these gargoyles. I, I 
look around for like, is the activity all around the tower or is there like a side of it that's not really so active? So the activity is uh, around, uh, like near and outside the entrance to the tower. And and the back of the tower is not quite up against the, the wall of the mesa or the, the cliff wall. Uh, there is a little bit of space in between, but it doesn't look like there's anything going on on that side. Okay, then I think we'll try, we'll descend over there trying to avoid gargoyle attention. Uh, roll stealth. Stealth. Um, now I have advantage from my cloak on this, right? Yes. Is that uh, what the cloak does? Okay. Elzev got a 15. Okay. Okay, and Tecassian got a... Tecassian? I Tecassian. heard it too. Tecassian is the portmanteau of Terry and Cassian. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so he's peeing his pants right now. Yeah. I got a 22. 22. Combined, Cassian, you sort of... Pull Ildov in close to you so that you have your arm around her, and you do your best to sort of like put the cloak around the both of you, mm-hmm. and uh, you just sort of like from from the the point you're at up in the air, you sort of move yourself so that you are directly over where you want to be, and you just dive straight down, head first, just careening downward, but it puts the the bulk of your cloak between you and the gargoyles essentially. And you are able to just sort of slip right past them, right outside the ring. Their attention seems to be more inward toward the tower itself. And you're able to make it down. Now, are you trying to get into the tower or behind the tower? I think I think behind the tower, but maybe peek inside the window stealthily when we get to the lower level. Are you Peter Panning this? Basically. <laughs> Uh, so you, uh, make it down and you get sort of below the, uh, the lip of the, the parapets at the top of the tower. As you pass by the, the second floor, you come to a halt so that you can peek in through the window. Inside, you see the, still, like, the, the remains of this building, the, the, you see the broken spot in the floor where Yarfik fell through, but you don't see much else. It looks like a lot of the furniture and tools and stone and everything that was in here has been either destroyed or removed. I think they're gone. <laughs> uh, maybe we should ask okay. the people down there what happened. Yeah, let's let's do some let's do some more infiltration for sure. Um, I although I had a thought about a, a, a gambit that we could try. Mm-hmm. How much Sam did we see of the crowd on our way down? Not that much. You could kind of you saw that there was activity, but you weren't sure what was people, what was statues, you know. What was people? What was statues? Okay. <laughs> These are the questions I ask myself <laughs> every day. These questions and more will be answered in today's <laughs> episode of Improvised Weapons. Yeah. Uh, okay. Here's 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 my thought. We're trying to preserve. We, we want to use Bakrash's invitation to get into this party. Right. So, if uh, presumably if all these people are here and they've put out the fire and everything, they probably saw Bakrash's dead body. Yeah. Know something went down here. Yeah. If we can get that body and you can disguise yourself as Bakrash, maybe we could convince them that that this that the Bakrash's body was actually a shapeshifter that attacked. You see where I'm going with this? And uh, you are yeah, I see. And, there. and and so we still hold on to that that invitation card to play. That is so crazy. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's 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 a bit uh, it's dicey. It's a roll of the dice. If it's you will, but... Definitely, yeah. That's I I I seen I see 
a very small chance that that will work, but... Uh, <laughs> hey, big butts, no whammies. Big butts, no whammies. I mean, look, who's better at, at lying at stealth in this group than you are? Nobody. Awen. Uh, Awen's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I, I, I suppose, I suppose, I, su- I suppose, yeah, let's try it. Okay, I'm going to float back up... Um, to peek in the third floor window. Um, so you uh, fly back up, knowing you don't have much time left on this. Yeah, but I got the boots if I need them. Yeah, um, and uh, you peek in the third floor window. You had been up on the third floor prior, before you left, and yes. you remembered that there were a handful of active gargoyles, and there were also a lot of other statues in this room, and the this room is empty. Empty, empty? Like Prakash's corpse is not there anymore? E- empty, empty. Damn. No bodies okay. of any uh, of I don't, people or stone kind. The fact right, that I they have Brakrosh's corpse makes me because wouldn't a shapeshifter revert? No, yeah, no. I mean that's that was part of my plan was to use an illusion on the body to make it uh, change back. So yeah, so if we okay. don't have the body, it's not workable. Right. Um, so so scratch that. All right, I float okay. back down. Okay, I do as well. So you both float down, uh, make it to the ground, just as you feel uh, your your bone density. Mm-hmm. Uh, return to normal, mm-hmm. uh, and you know that oh, the bad. power of flight is now outside your capability for the moment. Ah, that good old bone density I'm used to. Um, <laughs> I walk up to the group of people staring at the tower. Yeah, I'm okay. gonna I'm gonna do the same, sort of sidling over to make it not obvious that we came from around back. Mm-hmm. And I nudge somebody who looks knowledgeable. What do y'all know of what happened here? So you. Um, Come around, and uh, Ildov nudges a, we'll say it's a, a gnome. Okay. Um, oh, uh, so I, I crouch for a, a bit and then nudge, because I don't want to nudge <laughs> sure. yeah, yeah. I don't want to nudge Gnomes him in the head. You, yeah. could, you could tap him on the shoulder. Tap him on the shoulder. Okay. So I'll you, do that. Uh, yeah, so Ildov taps a, a gnome on the shoulder um, and says, hey, uh, what do you know about what's going on here? Yeah, Is what's that- going on? What do you, what do y'all know about this? Uh, oh, well, um, uh, there was a, a, a fire, oh. and uh, I, I don't know for sure. I just know that uh, we pulled out some bodies, and and uh, uh, Lorem over there had us uh, empty the building to uh, to make sure that everything was safe. We're, we're uh, from what I understand, we're just waiting for a, a structural engineer to assess uh. the building before we can uh, continue to use it. I wow. say, was anyone killed? Were there? Are there survivors? What happened? Uh, yeah, uh, there. Yeah, there are two. There are two bodies. Oh, uh, I, I, I don't. I, I got here after that part, so I don't know. Oh, oh I see. Do you know uh, who well, here was here when it all went down? Was Lorem here? Yeah, Lorem. would be the person to talk to. He was. Uh, he was apparently he was here, sort of as everything uh, was happening. I say thank you. I slip him a fiver. And then we walk over to Lorem. <laughs> appreciate you. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Here's here's a little Lincoln for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, There's many more where that came from. So yeah. he uh, he points at at uh, Lorem, and Lorem is Lorem's the bald dude who interrupted Yarfik. Yes, Lorem okay. is an, an olive-skinned gentleman who is completely bald, like alopecia style. So it looks like an olive. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah he's, got a, he's, got, he's got a big red pit on the top of his head. Lorem actually means olive in Elvish. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> so we go up to Lorem, who did not see either Ildov or Cassian, so wouldn't... Yeah, okay. And yeah. Yeah, I asked the same question. So what... You were here when it all went down? He turns around, 
as you're you. still wearing the medallion, aren't you? Or Ildov is. Oh, yeah. Is she? But well, she put it like back into her shirt, so it's not necessarily visible. Yeah. Uh, But but Ildov does have that. Sure. We just have the one of those, right? Right. Correct. You gave the other one to uh, Erasmus and Teardrop. Mm -hmm. And we didn't Um, think to take Bacrashes or Clear Skies. You didn't really have the chance. Yeah, I guess not. So you uh, go up and you ask Lorem what it is that's going on here, and he sort of turns around. He's got like a big scroll in his hand and a quill, and he's writing stuff down on it. It looks like he's sort of assessing everything that's out here, almost like he's taking inventory of Mm -hmm. what is still workable stuff. And he turns around as you ask this question, and he goes, what's that? Who are you? I'm, oh wait, am am I Kronk or what? What was it? You're Yzma. I'm I'm Yzma, okay, okay. Um, Hi, I'm Yzma, where we were just walking past. What what happened here? Uh, Foul play is what happened here. (gasps) Oh. Foul play? Like someone was playing with matches and set the tower on fire? Uh, We have yet to determine the exact cause of the fire, and uh, if you are interested, I will be making a full report uh, later on once I have all of the information. Uh, I should say we're interested. However, uh, I can say this. If you come across a dwarf uh, description, red hair, braided beard, uh, metal armor could be heard under his robes. Uh, notably, he is missing his right hand. Please report it to the authorities. Right. Will do. This, this dwarf was... Well, that could be anyone, I said. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <clears throat> uh, this dwarf, you believe, was involved? Yeah. Uh, yes, I believe this dwarf was involved. He was caught, I hesitate to say, red-handed. Um, <laughs> no, go ahead, say it. That's really funny. <laughs> but he That's was really caught, funny. That's good. He was caught red-handed and was unable to uh, elucidate his innocentness in any way, shape, or form. And he so, made himself seem very suspicious. And you didn't take him to the stocks or anything? We did. And he was able to evade capture. Just him, though. There's no... It was one dwarf did one this One dwarf did this whole thing, yeah. Uh, I... I... I shudder to think that he was able to do this on his own. But he was the only one who we were able to catch with his hand in the cookie jar. <laughs> Lorem, buddy, you're really good. That's great. Go. <laughs> I like that. You're hey, you're pretty funny. Thank you. <laughs> do you look open mic nights like every other time? Not the time. I mean no, I'm sorry. not the time. No, no problem. Well, if we see this dwarf, we will let you know. Yeah. I understand you're waiting for a structural engineer? Yes, we have summoned for Elowith. Mm. Well, I guess, um, well, I will keep up, keep my eyes peeled. Um, Yzma, shall we? Yes. Uh, Come good luck cr- with everything. Come, Kronk. Come, Kronk. <laughs> <clears throat> As we walk away, I'm kind of surreptitiously scanning around to see if the bodies are still here. Roll perception. I'm not doing that, so, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, 11. Uh, 11. So you look around and uh, sort of scan everything that's out here. You see uh, buckets and baskets of tools, just sort of like people were clearly going in and filling them with whatever they could find. Um, That wardrobe is out here. Uh, Several of the tables are out there in various states of of burnedness. Mm -hmm. The eight statues that were on the ground floor are out there. What sticks out to you about that is the last time you saw it, there were nine. Uh, (laughs) 
Well, but, there were nine what, yeah, statues? Yeah, I definitely statues? counted. Cassian yeah. always counts the statues whenever he goes yeah. through. Uh, so the, those statues are out there. There are also uh, other statues that are out there that all look v- not quite as as person-like as the other statues do. Like, they're in some stage of transformation. Mm-hmm. And then you also see two wrapped bundles of vague person size. Mm-hmm. That look like they're wrapped in sheets. Are people standing near the wrapped bundles or looking at them? Um, so the only person sort of presiding over all this stuff right now is Lorem. He he looks like he's just sort of like I said, taking inventory of everything, writing down all of this stuff. Like he'll 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 actually go and like empty out a bucket or basket and like kern everything so that it's easy to see. And you then sure he's not sitting down. there just kind of like going through his his good tight five minutes, just getting ready to go? Or? No, he's not. He's 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 also he's got a, a half hour coming out. He doesn't need that. Oh jeez. At the comedy cave. Um, okay. Well, I'm gonna sort of um make my way like as as in the process of leaving i'm gonna kind of pass by the bodies and um surreptitiously bend down pretend to be tying my boot and kind of rifle through the bodies to try and find their authority medallions okay um so as you leave you take a knee uh to uh tighten up the the old bootstraps roll sleight of hand Hand. He it. gets an advantage on that. Yep. Because the, the gloves. gloves. Well, the gloves don't give me advantage. They give him a plus. Oh, well, cool. I mean, it's still pretty good. It's like plus yeah, 12. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Okay. But the DC right. is 75. Does. Well, it's not a 75, but it is a 31. Oh, that's pretty so good. 31 do it. So, you kneel down and. Uh, in, in the guise of tightening up your the straps on your boots, you uh, sort of start to uh, attempt to, like, just move the sheet back enough on the, the larger of the two bundles that you can slip your hand inside. And as you are doing that... No way. Uh, you... What? You rolled a nat 20? He rolled a nat 20. Oh, oh my god. god. No! <laughs> it's Aaron's birthday. He can't roll a nat 20. That's not how that works. <laughs> Uh, you hear... Uh, I get nat 1 immunities, and you're not allowed to roll any nat 20s. <laughs> that was the deal. Well, this is a lot of rules. <laughs> it's one day a year. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and, and he sort of calls out, and he goes, um, excuse me, what are you doing? Me? No, that um, one. I look back, and I say, oh, busted, sorry, I'm kind of a true crime nerd. I just want to... <laughs> <laughs> As I said earlier, you'll be able to see the official report later today, but at the moment, I need none of this to be disturbed by unqualified hands. I give Kronk a dope slap. Okay. I, I do a pratfall. <laughs> I trip over him as he does a pratfall. <laughs> and then we roll. tumble up the hill uh, to the rest of the mesa. <laughs> and, and, slowly... and the entire way, you're going, whoa, 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 yeah. But just slightly, they do catch the edge of the two bodies that are wrapped up and drag them with them. <laughs> yeah, right. Both side of hand. <laughs> no. Uh, right, so well, yeah, so you was... dope slap Kronk. Yeah. Nat Not going to try that again right now. That freaking 20. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Okay, yeah, so we keep going. And Lorem sort of eyeballs you as you're walking away. Hairy eyeball. I gave him a, like, a sort of exaggerated, like, 
You can read about it in the report. You know that I get you're a true crime nerd. It's not the same as seeing it up close and personal. Right, but you're disturbing the scene of a freaking crime. And then we keep walking. Yeah. Um, and you make it and to a point. I turn back to Lorem and just mouth, sorry. <laughs> Grab by the scruff of the neck and yeah. keep dragging him down. <laughs> uh, and you make it to a point where you are confident that you are you're you're out of mm-hmm. the area of uh, sight and hearing and suspicion. Cool. All right, where do we go, Cassian? We where where's Ildov? I mean, where <laughs> where am I? Uh, where's Ildov? What, right what where is where's the Arfit? What are statues? Yeah. Where am I? What is people? What is statues? Where am I? <laughs> Ildov, get it together. <sighs> How far away from I am? Me? I keep saying that. I know. How far away what am I? Am, uh, from I am. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Cassian, what's the move? Like, wait, we need to find Eowyn and Yarfik. Yes, we do. Um, trying to think where Eowyn would go. Is there a library around here? Any, <laughs> any book depository? Uh, I don't think so. Wait, there was there was a great library, but that's on the Upper Mesa, and she wouldn't risk walking all the way up there. That's also where yeah, Elder's Zone is. And that's where Elder's Zone <laughs> right. is. So that she seems like a high danger zone. Tempting, but I don't think she'd make that choice. Um, I think that's a PvP to... area. Yeah. Sorry. Don't we have um, <laughs> telepathy or anything? Uh, right? So I mean, Ildov you do if can... she's within like 30 feet. Yeah, Ildov oh. has to be within 30 feet and within line of sight to speak into people's minds. Oh, I get it. Um, so where, what's around us? I mean, what do we see? And Yorvik burned his last sending. Yeah, where, yeah, so... where are we? We were there, right? And now we're walking up the ramp to the upper mesa? Yeah, so you're walking the up the ramp mesa? to the uh, to the, the western mesa. Yeah. And the dining hall is where? Um, nearby. Yeah, nearby. The dining hall is is a, like a 15-minute walk away from the rookery itself, so it's not super far. So it's one of these. Um, yeah. You you are probably a thousand feet away from the dining hall, we'll say. So we can see it? Is it... how? I can't quite picture how far ahead of us we can see in this dank cave. I mean, is there any illumination or...? There is. There's a lot of illumination. They have sort of... Um, uh, similar to those lights that uh, Blackwing had set up along the road in the forest on the way to Verseorsa, um, there are these like globes set up like street lamps uh, mm-hmm. all oh. across the, the road. So it's it's not quite like sunlight style illumination but it right. is you know you are capable of seeing things for sure okay um so can we see the dining hall i mean do we see the cluster of buildings that the dining hall is in sure where would yarfik have gone though sounds like he was just running for his life I, I, he's not very stealthy though I, we need to be looking for like hiding places i think off the beaten path maybe yeah if he's hiding, we're not going to find him. Yeah. We need right? to, he's like, a master of disguise. <laughs> he, no, he's hiding from everyone. Like, he, he wouldn't be in a place where we could see right. him, but others can't. But like, he but... also can cast Sending, so I'm I'm less worried about finding him than, oh, than true. Eowyn. So, so she, we should look for Eowyn. Um, I mean, she, I'm trying to figure out a way to communicate. Would she just try to blend in with people since she's still in the cultist robes? I mean... She... Yeah. She probably would be blending in with people. Nobody has, like, locate object or... Eowyn has locate object. Well, that's not going to be oh. useful for this um, conversation. No. Yeah, I see. <laughs> I, I also have locate object and locate creature. <laughs> Great! <laughs> so naturally, you guys split up. Me- meanwhile, Yarfik is sitting, um, in this, in the, just sitting inside the wall, just humming. All in all, we're just a 
Another brick with no balls. And that really was your last spell, that sending that you cast? That's all I have. I have to take eight hours and rest. I have no Good more God. spells. Okay. Good God. I'm all sorry. Right. I, I guess literally, we'll just I was... keep... Oh, sorry. I just, I'm sorry. I, I, I contacted the person I was last with. I was like, I, there's no way I would contact you guys. I'd contact Awen. I know, but you didn't even give her directions to you. I only have 25, and I don't know exactly where I am. <laughs> How about the cottages behind the mesa? <laughs> you know, it's fine. It's we did it. It's done. He did it's the done. best he could with what he had. Um, I guess. What if um, we just ask people if they've seen an elf with bushy hair? I mean, we we don't have to tell them why we're looking for her. We don't have to make it. Oh, sinister. true. Yeah, let's go. Let's go to the where the people are over to these buildings. Mm-hmm. Have you seen a walking tangle of red hair? Let's go where the people are. Yeah. Uh, If we're thinking of asking where people are, we would go to the dining hall because that's where we heard the most gossip last. I think that that checks out. That tracks. Okay, we walk to the dining hall. So you walk to the dining hall. And uh, are you going in and like getting stew again and like going through the full guys? Are you just going to question folk? I think we'll we'll make it cash. We'll go in and do the whole routine, right? We'll we'll try and blend. So we yeah we go in and we get some stew and sort of in the line I I turn and I say. Hey, by the way, has anyone, have you guys happened to see like a tall, like a tall elf with bushy red hair? I hear that. <laughs> uh, Awen actually roll perception. Okay. Don't get the water. Don't get the water. Yeah. Don't drink the water. Don't <laughs> oh, drink the water. Um, uh, <laughs> We're going for stew first. Yeah. Right? Uh, 16. 16. Okay. Yeah. So uh, even being at sort of like the opposite end of the dining hall, you are so tuned in to Cassian's dulcet tones yeah. <laughs> uh, that you can hear them. I My say, voice is just so resonant. Yeah. It, it carries pretty much across any space that it's in. Um, um, I pop up and I say, uh, like I say, yes, I saw her. <laughs> oh, um, I turn and sort of walk over to this um, surfer dude. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> Cowabunga, uh, where did you see her? Cowabunga to you. Um, I'm using my own voice, so I'm hoping that he recognizes. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. I saw her. Uh, she was in this dining hall a little bit ago. Um, I see. And then she maybe left and uh, yeah, I don't know where she the went. Same time you arrived, um, and from behind, uh, another voice speaks up and says, um, yes, I saw her as well. She was behaving very suspiciously. I say, I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> I sort of turn and give the surfer, give the blonde dude a look. Have I recognized that it's Eowyn? I mean, from from the voice. I mean, from the voice, yeah. You've yeah. spent yeah. enough time with Eowyn that that would not <laughs> escape your uh, your notice. I okay, say. so can 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 Ildov's gonna telepathy with Eowyn now, right? Right. Yeah. 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 Sure. Um, like, what's going on? What happened? What? <laughs> <laughs> And then Aowen responds, Don't drink the water! Don't drink the water! I poison the water! Don't drink the water! Don't drink the water! Don't drink the water! Yep, and then um, Hilda relays to Cassian. Yep, yes. Um, So nobody's drinking the water. Um, And then Aowen then says, Okay, all right. I came here to listen. Um, Is this still telepathic? Yes. Okay. Um, I came so they're just here. staring at each other. Too. Yeah. Well, I'm um, I'm gonna turn back to the elf woman while this is happening and say, yeah. "Well, I'm very sorry about that. Um, she's uh, she's my sister-in-law. Um, I'm just trying to find her. She's a bit awkward." <laughs> and the elf woman responds and says, "Interesting. All right. Well, uh, if you do find her, I would just um, I would 
do something about her social skills. <laughs> uh, believe me, we are trying. <laughs> it's, you know, you wouldn't believe, honestly, the progress she's made. I know it sounds strange to hear for someone who just met her, but it, she's huge strides, massive strides. Did you see which way she went? Hold on a second. Are, are you saying that she was at one point worse than she is now? Uh, that is what I'm saying. I, I, hey, I know. Listen, I know, but yes. Anyway, if you could just sort now, of point you know, me... I'm, I'm no psychologist by trade, but I do have some interest in the subject. Uh, do you think we could speak more of this? You know, I really just have to find her. That's sort of priority number one, but but perhaps um, at some future date. What's your name? Uh, my name is Elueth. I say, Crom. <laughs> Um, uh, um, uh, Ilda remembers that name. Um, uh, does Cassian? I, I That's the structural engineer. Oh, right. <laughs> I say, yeah, um, well, I assume you guys clue me in telepathically to that fact. Yeah, That's yeah, a structural Ilda's engineer, Cassian. Yeah, Ilda's like, El Cassian, that's the structural engineer. If you wouldn't mind, I would love to talk further. Um... Maybe, would, would you mind terribly walking and talking while we go to find my, uh, my in-law? I, I suppose not. I'm actually due to inspect a building at the bottom of the, uh, the ramp, so I might as well oh, be fantastic. on my way, too. Cassian, are we walking back to the building now? Uh, yeah, I think, I, I think so. I think let's go with her, maybe ambush her and kill her, take her stuff, you know, take her place, something like that. Sounds good to me. <laughs> um, and then, <laughs> and then, um... Ilda relays what Eowyn told her while this was happening, which was that Yarfik is hidden in a wall in a cottage. Somewhere. Somewhere. <laughs> I, I would, he I said it was at the bottom of, of the, the hill. Of oh, the bottom hill. of oh, hill. Did. Oh, I cottage, missed that. Cottage, okay. bottom of hill, somewhere, Yarfik is I didn't, like, melted into the stone. I didn't tell you on purpose where I was. I just was... Yeah. You know Yarfik, he's real cagey with yeah. facts. I'm yeah. literally sitting here with a, a first level spell going, if I only had a third, I could yeah. talk. Uh. <laughs> yeah. No, it's I mean, so, well, can you totally cast Sending as a ritual? Yeah. Uh, can I? No. No, then never mind. That would be a game changer. Um, it would change the game. Okay, well. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I say, uh, uh, Isma, um, this, this very nice uh, lady here has agreed to help us find... find um, what was her name? Pacha or Kron? No, you know. that was Cusco. Cusco. <laughs> Cusco. She says like, it's going to help us find Cusco and maybe give us some pointers on um, how to bring her out of her shell a little bit. You want to come? Yeah, yeah. What yeah. about what about you, um, friend? Olfang. <laughs> Olfang. What about you? No. Olfang. O L T H. Well, in the alphabet of this people, <laughs> whatever it is. O L T H A Y. There's no pun okay. to it. I just wrote it down really yeah. quickly. Cool. Let's stop, let's stop thinking. It. It's just a name. <laughs> We're just Great. used to, uh, used to so mean, much more thought yeah. behind names. My last yeah. name is Kenyuthi. All right, let's walk. <laughs> 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 oh, Kenyuthi. All Kenyuthi. Thoroughly light. What so proudly um, we hail. Uh, all right. Okay, let's go. Yeah. All Uh... So Alte picks up her, her surfboard. Sure. And, yep. and her flag and her, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> My sex wax. Let's go. Yep. <laughs> um, All right. I'm in robes, but you can tell that I'm wearing a wetsuit underneath. Of course, <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's, there's the distinct hint of neoprene. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Except that fup sound as she yeah. walks. Mm -hmm. So, uh... I'm wearing, I'm wearing, um, uh, uh... 
What are those fins? Fl- flippers? Flippers? Flipp- yeah. Swim fins? <laughs> Swim fins. <laughs> she pulls a uh, snorkel and goggles out of yeah. nowhere. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Cool. Um, so uh, Elowith uh, takes her cup and her bowl over to the, the bus station mm-hmm. and puts the bowl down. But before leaving, she goes and she gets one more glass of water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. It's just what she does. Yeah. Got to stay hydrated. Yeah, right? you do. Yeah. So she uh, structural engineering is thirsty work. Takes a scoop of water and and glugs it down. Catches on fire. Can I press a digitation because I can create a sensory effect, a harmless sensory effect. I, that means I can change the taste of something. Yeah, yeah, you can do. I sight of hand that to make or I I sensory or like it just makes it taste like water. Okay. Yeah. No taste change. Um. So she uh, drinks it down, and just goes ah refreshing. Yeah. Then puts her cup at the bus station and moves on. Yeah. Awesome. Great. Um, so we walk, we're, we'll head with her down towards the, the tower. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you uh, begin heading uh, sort of back the way you came prior, sort of this like ping-ponging you guys are now doing. So uh, so, so tell me more about uh, your sister-in-law. Yes. What What is her name? I, I feel odd continually calling her sister-in-law. What did you say? Oh, terribly sorry about that. Uh, Cusco. 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 Interesting. It sounds like a male name. Her parents were a little unconventional, you know, <laughs> hippies, if you will. Yeah, she's a, she's an odd duck. Always has been. But a charming woman, a good heart, you know, just just odd. My brother <laughs> likes a lot. What can I say? <laughs> yeah, it just it seemed as if she had trouble choosing the words with which to speak. Almost as if she was trying to be too careful. We suspect it's been hard to draw her out on this. We think that she was bullied pretty bad as a kid, and, and um, she's a bit overcautious as a result. Hmm. hmm. It's very sad, really. Interesting. Do you have any clue as to her aversions to water? Her aversions well, to water? Oh yeah, we both, we know that that's because she poisoned it. Yeah. Um, it's not water so much as she's just, it's not water specifically so much as she's just weirdly picky about certain things. You know, we never really know what's going to set her off. <laughs> one time, okay, one time, <laughs> our, our, ma- our mother, um, Mary Beth, made a great, uh, like a delicious apple crisp uh, for the whole family. And she took one bite, Cusco, this is, took one bite and spat it out saying there was too much cardamom. I, I don't even think she used any cardamom, but she somehow got a taste of cardamom in it, and that was all she wrote. Have you ever heard of such a thing? Awen is hearing this the whole time. <laughs> She's just strained, smiling. <laughs> it's not really about Awen. No, I, I know. know. <laughs> no, we're all good. No, it's, it's very interesting the way that you describe uh, Cusco. I, you know, I wonder if, if when we find her i mean obviously i have a job to do and i won't be able to do any of this right oh, naturally. Away, but but i would love to be able to sort of sit down and speak with kuzco and and see if there's some so here i i feel as if i haven't uh, uh as if i've done you some sort of disservice in this i haven't really spoken to you uh fairly in kind i apologize um uh, I'm I am an architect and structural engineer, hmm. and oh, something that I sort of dabble with on the sides uh, is that I believe that um, all people 
uh, are far more similar to buildings than one might think. Wow. In terms Go of on. having <laughs> a strong foundation right. uh, with which to rest their personality mm. on and uh, making sure that all of the the buttresses that help them uh, remain aloft buttresses, are, yes, buttresses. are strengthened over time. Oh. Um, I believe that these structures yes. are part of a very specific engineering scheme, something that makes people what they are, almost as if they were designed intelligently. Mm. And some of them have like cool secret passageways, like behind a fireplace and you pull on a, a torch and it flips around and then there's a mm. passageway behind it. I love those. I Do people don't have those? think you understand. No, I think I get it. And like some <laughs> of them, uh, sometimes there's like a long windy driveway to get inside the person and it's it's and and but but some places have three stories and that's the really tall people. I, and I, birds keep accidentally flying into me. Yes. I'm not sure if you're speaking in metaphor or not. I have shingles. <laughs> you can see. Eloith uh, sort of takes her hands and like tucks them into her sleeves. <laughs> um, so you are you are at the top of the ramp now. What's the what's the plan? What do you guys? I don't know. Does she show any sign of being affected by the poison? It's Cusco's poison. <laughs> the poison. <for> <laughs> um, it's uh, it's kind of hard to tell. Okay. Yeah. Um, um, now, actually, is, you know what? Roll, uh, roll uh, investigation. See if you investigation. can see any sort of Ooh, effects. Eowyn rolled... Olfe. Olfe rolled 26. Okay. Olfe oh, definitely can see. Well, that beats my 14. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Olfe... Because Olfe watched it. Because Olfe would be very... Uh, well, first of all, Olfe's being quiet because yeah. Olfe knows that Elowith knows what Eowyn's voice sounds yeah. like. So uh, Olthe is uh, looking on, and you can see just, like, the barest sheen of sweat on Elowit's brow mm. that was not there before. Like, the stew wasn't spicy. No, um, no not at all. So it's something, something's happening. Is there, Sam, um, you mentioned that there's, like, these illumination globes around. Are they sort yes. of lining the street like 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 streetlights? Uh, yes, but they're in like they're like down the center of the street. Okay, not on the so sides of the street. so are there like shadowier areas kind of off the path, off to the side of the path? Uh, yeah, yeah, there are there are uh, sort of places if you're like equidistant between two lights. There are places that are a little bit darker. There are also buildings that you can sort of, that have alleys between them that you could you could feasibly dip into. Okay, so I'm gonna um, surreptitiously cast a minor illusion of Eowyn's voice in, in an alley that we're passing by, just sort of moaning like she's in pain. Okay, cool. And so... then I say, whoa, that sounded like Cusco. I'll, I'll provide Come the, on. the sound. Hold on. Wait, allow me. Ow! Oh, ow! <laughs> ow! You can use any of these. Ow! <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm gonna take all of them and I'm gonna lay them over each other. <laughs> so she's uh, harmonizing. That means she's yeah. really badly hurt. <laughs> oh, no. It's her and her entire barbershop quartet. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> I should do a mirror image barbershop quartet. You really should. Anyway. Oh my god. Um. So, uh, so you make that minor illusion of the mm-hmm. the sounds of Cusco's pain mm-hmm. coming from an alleyway and uh, pointed out, and Elwood says, "Oh, yes, that does sound just like what I heard before." Uh, uh, do you mind? No, not at all. Let us let us go and investigate. Okay. Um, as we're walking off, uh, as we're walking towards the alley, I'm like watching her carefully for signs that she's weakening, but I'm also gonna try and signal to Ildub that I want to get a, some telepathy going. Okay. Uh, what uh, what order are we approaching the alley in? I'm thinking I'm um, in front. That just seems to make sense, given that yeah. it's my sister-in-law in the fiction um, that we established. <laughs> and uh, I'll, Ulfay will pick up the rear because she has to like. Put her surfboard up and find like, a little nook <laughs> yeah, for yeah, it. Right, right. Yeah, and Eldov will be in the middle. And then Elwith between Eldov Cassian and Eldov. Yeah, sure. <clears throat> that makes sense. Got it. So, uh-huh. uh, I mean, I would imagine you all have to have some sort of like hand signal for read my mind at this fucking point. Yeah, right. Think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely circle yeah. with your fingers yeah. and then a finger, finger and inside a it. Yeah. Because um, your mind is the circle, yeah, and then you need to read penetrate. it by putting, penetrate. like, penetrate yeah. my yeah. mind, yeah, yeah. And of course, people use that all the time in casual conversation, so it's a great, yeah. like, yeah. it's a great little subliminal signal. Yep. Yep. Yeah, but yeah, very easy to see. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. once we get the link up going, I'm gonna say if she doesn't collapse from the poison in this alley, let's. Oh wait, um, wait, I, you do the signal and then you get the, and then Ildov goes, you got Ildov. What's up? <laughs> I say, I think we should ambush her in this alley if she doesn't collapse from the poison. And try and just, um, as quickly and quietly as we can, dispatch her. Sounds good to me. I, um, I, uh, do you mind if I, uh, I have another line. Do you mind if I... <laughs> please, <laughs> please, pass it on. <laughs> pass it on. I relate to Olfe. Yeah. Um, and Olfe says, um, yes, I, I noticed a sheen of sweat on her brow, so the poison is taking effect. Uh, oh, but good. Again, I have no idea the duration of it, how long it'll take, if she'll collapse anytime soon, so we might need to act fast. Which Ilda relays to Cassian. Gotcha. All okay. right, I'm back with you. Thank you for holding. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Ilda, uh, yeah, I relay the information. Yeah, yeah, we, we coordinate. So, so I'm peering ahead into the shadows and also subtly, um, inconspicuously reaching into my robes to grip the handle of my dagger. Okay. And you have entered the alley and Elowith uh, sort of looking around over your shoulder. So, oh, it's, it's quite dark in here. I don't see her anywhere, and she seems Cusco? to have stopped making that noise. I'm going to cast it again, but, like, all the way to the other end of the alley. And, uh, Elowith, um, Cassian, you, you wouldn't see this because you're in front of her, <laughs> but Ildov and, and Eowyn would. Uh, Elowith sort of puts her hand up against the wall, and you can see her just sort of, like, leaning to the side, and it's not the lean of trying to see around somebody. It's a lean of, like, she's holding herself up. I, say, uh, I think she's okay. farther in. Uh, let's keep going. And I, I walk a little bit ahead and gesture for them to follow. And Elowith follows you in and just sort of, like, walking herself along the wall with her hands. Are you okay? And her head is dipping a bit. Ellie? Do you mind if I call you Ellie? I, I do. <laughs> I do. I'm suddenly not feeling very well. I'm wondering if there was... If the stew was undercooked, I'm not sure. Oh gosh, we all oh. eat that stew. I yes. um, oh, um, I turn back to her and I and I sort of offer like to you know like a, a sort of shoulder to slump against. She 
pushes herself off the wall and and uh, takes your shoulder. Uh, thank you. That was very oh, kind of you. No, no problem at all. Um, why don't you just why don't you just t- sit here a minute while these guys go look for for Cusco? And we sort of sit down, and I say the best, the most important thing is probably not to strain or exert yourself. I would just be quiet and still. All right. Um, certainly. She till this like passes. A, yeah, there's a there's a box there. She sits on it, so she sits down. I, I help her there, and I sort of sit there looking solicitous and concerned. Leans back against the wall and like just sort of tries to straighten herself out, and oh, it's just like oh, it's like someone small shards of glass or something in that soup. Uh, in that oh, stew. God. Oh, God. Oh. I mean, it feels like daggers. Oh. Um, do, uh, can I get you some water? Or uh, do you need... <laughs> uh, if you've got, that would... That might oh, be... I, why would I, I don't have any on me, but I don't know. Should I run and... I don't know. Like I, back to the mess hall and grab some... Uh, I, I don't know. I don't want to put anybody out. I'm sure it will pass, as all things do. Um... Is yeah. is your sister-in-law here in the alley? I, uh, I'm i going to go check. Give me just a moment. Uh, I'll be right back. And I sort of go to the end of the alley out of her sight and then come back. Uh, I wait a second and I come back. Mm-hmm. And I say, she is, but she's in even worse shape than you are. She can she can barely move. I I don't know. I think I think maybe one of us should go f- for help. And, and then they can even get you some water while they're gone. Just... Look, I'm fine right here. Why don't the the two of you and she points at at Cassian and Ildov, uh, why don't you go and and at least fetch your sister in law out of the the bowels of this alley, so that when help comes they can get to her more easily and I'll I'll be fine right here. And she starts like holding her stomach. Mm. Mm-hmm. And you can okay. hear like like bubbling. Yeah, Ildov says. It- Yep, just just close your eyes and rest for a second. Um, so, so. Yes, yes, that's what I'll do. And she yep. closes her eyes and like leans her head back against the wall, so her neck is just out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, and I'm gonna say here, let's um, let's get you nice and comfortable. And I sort of like take, I like take a, a piece of like, do we have any like spare robes or clothes or anything in our packs? You have our your fancy them? clothes. Oh. Well, I can always clean them with pressed vegetation. Okay, I take a, I take out one of my fancy tunics and out I kind of, of pretend. Hair. Yeah. Well, we we turn we go you know I, out of her sight. Of, we're out of sight. We're in an alley, and, and her just eyes saying, are closed. Just you, you're her eyes are closed. Yeah. And then I um I kind of like pretend go like I'm gonna be making like a pillow out of it, and then I wrap it around her her her, her face and like hold it hold her tight and then dagger. Okay. Up through um, the where so you're. So, so, so her eyes are closed. You you take the clothing yeah, and you wrap I it around her head to to silence, silence and quiet her. Yeah, and then you dagger. Mm-hmm. Just so I have the he totally of dagged her. He dagged yes. her. He okay. dags her really um, hard. Roll <laughs> uh, roll sleight of hand with advantage. So her eyes are closed. Olfe says, "I'm going to go see if I can find Cusco." Uh, wow. Those were both shit rolls, but thanks to the glove, they're still an eighteen for sleight of hand. So you. Uh, take out uh, one of your jerkins, and uh, <laughs> gherkin. You... It's a gherkin. Sorry, gherkin. gherkin <laughs> and Ugh. you um, wrap it uh, as if you are making some sort of soft surface to put behind her head. But as it gets behind her head, you just sort of snap it out to the ends and wrap it around her face. And you caught her mid yawn, so her mouth was open. So it like you know, it's it it's uh, very silencing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you uh, whip out your dagger. 
and and are you just slicing right across the, th- the throat? Yep. Go ahead and roll damage. I'm not going to make you roll to hit. She doesn't have an armored throat. Right. Okay. She's a structural engineer, though. She could have a very high. She could, yes. Okay, that's a um, that's eleven damage. Eleven damage. So you slice across her throat, and you you hit artery, mm. and just like a spray right in your face. I press a digitation that immediately. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, make sure that your mouth was closed uh, <laughs> because you know that she has been poisoned. Which is difficult for Cassie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, and the blood just eventually starts to, to pump less and less, and uh, she doesn't struggle very much mm-hmm. and just sort of, you know, runs down uh, her chest, sort of soaking into her robes. And then you can feel her head sort of, like, slump a little bit in the, that wad of clothing that you have it wrapped in. All right. I'm going to go uh, get Eowyn, and then I walk uh, into the corner. Vomit? Negate yeah, I'm vomit. Like, yeah, I'm like, <gasps> and then I come back out as Eowyn. <laughs> so I, I say, Ildov, can you um, make a use your Mold Earth spell to sort of make a, a grave for her? Yeah, we can just bury her. Yeah, of course. Yeah, bury her right here. Yeah. Mold Earth, I create a pit. Well, let's rifle through the body first. Yeah, Maybe no, she got I mean, an invitation. For sure. Let's loot her up. Uh, loot loot this oh, elf. Oh, in Does that, is that an investigation check? That is okay. investigation. Red is AON purple. That's a 19. That's a 19 on the die. and So that's a 27 for AON. Whoa. Um, and a 14 on the die for Ildav. A 15. A 15, okay. Yeah. Um, and a whole bunch of higher numbers as well. Yes. So you uh, sort of uh, take the body off of the box that she was sitting on and lay her down flat so you mm-hmm. can easily go through her belongings. Um, she has a, a satchel slung over, uh, like, cross body. Uh-huh. Um, and in the satchel there are... Uh, uh, several quills and and a couple of inkwells mm-hmm. and some uh, scrolls that are like that have grid on them. They're like blank blueprint paper, yep. essentially. Uh, she does not have an invitation. Oh, um, yeah, she's she was a nerd, to be honest. I, I get that she wasn't invited. Um, People nor, are like nor buildings. Nor does she have a medallion. Jeez. Um, yeah. Um, she doesn't have a dagger either. Um, Wait. This is probably the first person that you've come across that that was unarmed. She was a civilian. Oh. Um, but she uh, she just has all of those. She has like all of the the tools of her trade mm. essentially. No coinage either. Mm. All right. Well, we'll need this for the disguise. Okay. So. Yeah. Yeah, we take it all. Um, cool. So yeah. So then I guess Ildov takes her shape. Yep. Mold earth, mold earth. Yep, five foot pit, ashes flatten, to ashes, flatten, earth flatten, to earth. Flatten, 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 flatten. Uh, so it doesn't even look like a grave, it's just flat. Uh, Almost too flat. Mm-hmm. Flat like a grave. <laughs> Ella without. Oh, boy. Life. Oh, man. Oh. Uh,. I'm playing two characters, and I won't assign that horrible pun to either of them. So we'll never know. <laughs> it, just it, out of it was Yarfik. Yeah. <laughs> it was Yarfik. Never know. Yes, yes. Um, okay, so Ildov disguises herself as Elowith. Takes the uh, the satchel. And yep, takes the, the satchel, slings it over her shoulder. Eowyn is chilling, I guess, walking with them. Um, Maybe we should make ourselves look dif- different, actually, since we did kind of piss um, Loramoth down there. You you, you know should. Cassie yeah. and Eowyn didn't has piss a off anybody. Kit, right? That's fair. But you were with me. I don't know. 
but Aylin yeah, wasn't. Aylin wasn't. Oh no! Oh, that's right, Ildov. Yeah, sorry, yeah. I got I got confused. I mean, Lauren okay. knows who you are because he saw you in right. the tower. But that's right. Lauren did see the tower, but I do technically have a disguise kit and proficiency. I've just never ever ever used it, but I <laughs> busted out. <laughs> yeah, go He's for it. Never used it, but he has proficiency. I don't totally know how that works. Is that like a regular skill check or? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what uh, ability I would be using for this? Is it? Uh, it's it's dexterity. Dexterity. Okay. So cool. I mean, Ildov can help him because she also is proficient with a disguise kit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What is that? If she helps me, does that give me advantage, or how does that work? And my surfboard. <laughs> you have my bow <laughs> and my <laughs> axe and my oh, surfboard. <laughs> <laughs> Don't need that. <laughs> You're gonna need it. The breakers are big today. Yeah. What does not simply shred into Mordor? <laughs> oh my God, that's a two. Uh, well, a nine. Uh, well, well with with, with Ildov helping you, you'll have advantage. Okay. Wow, still not great. That's um, that's a sixteen. You have this kit and you've learned to use it, but you like never use it because you're like, why would anyone want to see anybody but? <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, so you uh, you put on some makeup, you put on a fake mustache, you put on an eye patch. Like to be honest, you probably lay it on a little thick. <laughs> it's like the whole disguise kit. You put on a fake scar. Is. You're like, I'm just gonna use all of it. I have no, a pipe and you. a Sherlock Holmes hat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But you don't look like you. Cool. You have a, mo- you have a monocle over the eye patch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, now the uh, the three of you, Ildov as Elowith, Cassian as whoever this guy is, uh, and okay. Eowyn, are you Eowyn now I'm again? A- okay, so, and, and Cusco, uh, you... Maybe I should stay as Olfe. Yeah, yeah why not? Fun. Can I retcon that I didn't dispel it? Yeah, sure. I'm keeping Olfe. Cool, yeah. cool. So, uh, Elowith... Olfe and my name is Blade. Eloith, <laughs> Olfe, and Blade. I ran Blade. away from the surface to join this uh, this rebellion and this this cult because uh, I you know I have a tragic past. My family were all killed, and I decided life doesn't mean anything. I ran away from just... one circus to join another I'm circus. A circus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a deeper, more he said disturbing surface, not circus, but no, I heard circus. <laughs> <laughs> I like my fiction better. Yeah. I'm a lone wolf except for these three. <laughs> I ran away from Two. the circus. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the uh, the three of you, this motley crew, emerge from the alley um, and begin to uh, head out uh, mm-hmm. and go down. Uh, I assume Eloith sort of at the, the tip of the spear. Right, yes. Uh, and the other two keeping up the rear. These are my interns. <laughs> Olfe, Kanyuthi, and Blade. Blade. Just Blade. <laughs> Just Blade. Just Blade. I left my name behind when I left the surface. I played with right. two A's and yeah. a couple of D's. Yeah. Uh, and the three of you head down uh, towards the tower uh, to see what you might be able to accomplish there. What they can uh, see. Yarfik is still in I'm, the wall, I'm resting. Just, He's I'm completely tapped out. Can you just rest? Out. Are you able to rest there? Yeah, I can and rest. Spell slots? Yeah. I, can, I can do eight hours, but it's eight hours. I'm it's also eight listening hours, yeah. here if anybody yeah. comes around, which is a disadvantage. Um, and with the party partially reformed, but mm-hmm. still somewhat fragmented, that is where we'll end this episode. Okay. Thank you for listening. You can follow us on all the things at IWVTCast. You can email us at improvisedweaponsvt at gmail.com 
And you can check out the other great podcasts from Puma Knife at TeamPumaKnife.com. Please subscribe to and review the show. It helps us stand out in the sea of other podcasts. If you feel so moved by our passionate plea from the top of the episode, head over to patreon.com slash IWVTCast and support the show. If you're interested in supporting the show and interested in covering your nipples, then go to dumpstattees.com and pick up any of their shirts using the code IWPOD to save 10%. And if you're feeling a little lost, like you don't know what's going on or where to go, then head over to iwvt.fandom.com and let our wiki set you on the right path. The Improvised Weapons theme and outro were written and recorded by Adam Rabin. You can hear Adam's latest album, The Badger Flies at Dawn, on Apple Music, Amazon Music, and Spotify, and you can hear the rest of his catalog at imadeitup.com. Many of our sound effects are from battlebards.com. To use them in your game, Follow the link in the episode description to sign up for BattleBards Prime, or use the code IWVTCAST at checkout. Tune in next time to find out what happens as Elowith, Olfay, and... <sighs> Blade approach the rookery. Oh, and maybe they'll find Yarfik? Who knows? We'll see you on the next episode of Improvised Weapons. This has been a Puma Knife production. <laughs>